Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm Callum. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. We're back. Yay. And you weren't excited about it. Why? Don't know, I just had a feeling. You are though, aren't you? Yeah. Good. So this is our um, November edition during our off-season, isn't it? It is. And we're going to do a December edition, and then when we get back in the middle of January, we'll be all systems go for the 2022 season. In the meantime, this is a special edition, which is made up of our listeners' questions. Yeah, we've had some interesting ones, haven't we? We've had some really good ones, and some funny ones. Some of them made me think a bit. Which I didn't like. Because <laughs> you had to spend time on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to call those people out when we get to those questions? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. Depends who has them. And we have been doing a lot of planning for next year as well. Yep. We've got uh, some special things coming next year. We've got a predictions league on the, uh, on the horizon. Um, we've got more uh, fan guests and more fan voices that uh, have come forward for us which is really exciting. Yep. And uh, looking forward to the new season already. It's a bit boring with the old rugby league, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It's like mm. when you're reduced to watching England 10, San Marino nil. I think you could score against San Marino. I reckon I could play for San Marino. Mm. I reckon yes to both, actually. You could score and play for San Marino. Yeah, but not an own goal. Yeah, I think they scored one, actually. Yeah, they did. T20 World Cup, that was good. Yeah. Except Australia won it. Yeah, that wasn't so good. But the good news is that they've signed up for the 2022 Rugby League World Cup. That's good. That's good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they won the Cricket World Cup. That's bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, so plenty, uh, plenty on. So, tonight, we've got... We're going to start off, aren't we, uh, with some stats... Yep. And then we're going to get into the questions, and we've just mixed them up randomly, haven't we, for some serious ones and some, should we call them frivolous ones? Light-hearted. Light-hearted, I like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, it should be a bit of fun. Absolutely, it should, yeah. Okay. So, it's time for this. That's right. It's the end of season stats that we ran out of time for last time. (laughs) So we thought thought we'd better leave him on now. Uh, Better get him on now. Because he kicked up a fuss, didn't he? Yeah. Um, And then, to be honest, it's took 10 minutes to get hold of him tonight, so he was nearly sacked. Yeah. But here he is. Hello, Bobby. Hello. (laughs) I'm unsackable. Yeah. So glad you could join us at last. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, well, you've got some stats for the season, I think, haven't you, for this for us for this edition? Uh, yes, I've got a couple of uh, end of season ones, and I've got um, one or two future ones. Okay, well, let's have them because everyone will be on the edge of their seats right now. Okay. Uh, so we start in Super League, and 
for end of season stat, the Catalan Dragons now hold the 10th longest undefeated streak in Super League after going 12 games unbeaten this season. They started on April 30th and finished on August 2nd, 2021, undefeated. They'd have swapped that for an extra try in the grand final, though, wouldn't they? Yeah. I think they definitely would, yes. Okay. A good one. Uh, Did you say second longest? Uh, tenth longest, tenth sorry. Tenth longest, sorry. Okay. Yeah, they're in, they're in the top ten. There's a, there's a couple joint on 12, but they uh, they they now join the tenth. Okay. Bothered about top ten. ten. Top ten. <laughs> top ten. <laughs> right, next one. Uh, this is the first time in a Super League season since 1997 where each team has played 20-plus games, obviously discounting the 2020 season, that the top try scorer has failed to score 20-plus tries. Ken Seo finished the season on 19 tries. The only top try scorer to have less was Warrington's Nigel Vanganar with 17 in 1997. Okay. A little bit skewed some of these figures from this season, aren't they, because of the different games, number of games that teams have played, I suppose. Yeah, but... I also think the attack's not as good. So, no. Okay. All right, next one. Well, well done, okay, Ken Seo, anyway. Yes, well done. <laughs> uh, we then go over to Australia, and if you take a look at this year's Dally M Team of the Year, there are no Queensland players in the team. It's the first time this has happened since 1986 when no Queensland-based teams existed in the league. Good start. I like that one. Very good. Yeah, that's more like it. You've up your game with start <laughs> three there. Well done. Thank you. Uh, number four. Uh, so it's been announced that Wayne Bennett will coach the Redcliffe Dolphins in 2023. He has signed a three-year contract and providing that he does see it out until 2025, he will be the longest-serving coach of any sport post-1950. Bennett will have coached 38 NRL seasons at the end of 2025, and he started all the way back in 1987. Some going that, isn't it? Mm. And to still be as good. always there. Yeah. yeah, as good as you are, yeah. That's right. I think you'll just find they called the Dolphins, no, not the Redcliffe Dolphins. <laughs> and they're playing most of the games at the Suncorp Stadium, aren't they? <laughs> they're the Brisbane Dolphins. Expansion! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um, my my last one. Uh, my last one. Um, I thought I thought I'd end the season on a on a bit of a bit of a funnier one. Uh, so the West Tigers have changed their logo for the 2022 season. The last time they changed their logo, do you know, both of you? No. 2005. It was 2005 where they won the Premiership. So and that, uh. not, not, to, not to jinx them, but might be worth a bet, the, do you know what the Chinese Zodiac is for 2022? Yeah, uh, the monkey. Rooster. It's the year of the tiger. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, Callum, will you be betting all your hard-earned money on the West Tigers to win the NRL next year? 
<laughs> I'd be betting all my money on them to win the wooden spoon. Yeah, but not to win the whole thing. No. No, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but some good stats there, some average ones and some poor ones. But thank you, Bobby. That's uh, really... Uh, thanks, thanks, thanks very much. No worries. No, we're just saying it how it is. You know, just saying what yeah. everybody else is thinking at home. Uh, well, next time, don't give me the job that neither of you can be bothered doing. Yeah, okay. well, well, next time, don't take 10 minutes to answer the phone. Exactly. But I think, so but you're going to lead off, aren't you, with our questions for tonight? Uh, yeah, I am, actually, yeah. You, you submitted one on Twitter, didn't you, to us? I did, I did. And your question was? Um, what do you think of the pedestrianisation of Norwich City Centre? <laughs> I'm I'm dead, I'm, I'm dead against it, it as I'm well, yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but people need access to Dixon's. <laughs> anyway. They do. So, listen, thank you. Thank you very much for all your hard work this season, Bobby. No worries. And I look forward to finding out some more interesting stats for 2022. If invited back. Yep. You might be doing it on a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Start a bidding war for him, Callum. <laughs> that's true, yeah. No, oh, right. that's rude. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby. Much appreciated. Yeah. No worries. Have a great rest of the show, guys. Thanks, Bobby. Thank you very much. See Bye. you later. Bye. Bye. And that was... It's Bobby's Stats of the Week. Oh. Always good to hear his little voice, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, should we go with the real questions now? This is the real quiz, yeah. The real quiz, okay. So our first one tonight comes from, uh, this is one that you might have complained about having to think about. Right. Uh, because it comes from our friends at the podcast at Down at Bellevue, our uh, Wakefield friends. And they wanted us to pick a dream team uh, from This is all from last season, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, from players that finished outside the top six, whose clubs finished outside the top six. Yes. So, do you want to go first? Um, nah, you can. Uh, you're, I always think you're you're better at me than these type of things. I don't know. It was quite okay. difficult, this, to be honest. Okay, well, all right. Here's, here's mine, then. You ready? Yeah. All right. At full back. Yeah. Uh, I've gone for Jake Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, my wingers are Ken Seo, mm-hmm. and I've gone for Adam Swift. Okay, who I thought had a, had a really good season for uh, Hull FC. Yeah. Uh, centers, I've gone for Christian Inu, right, and Peter Matautia. Okay. And uh, the halves, I've gone for uh, Tuolola here. Say and that again. I Sorry. can't. No, you knew what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and Mason Lino. Right. Lola here and Lino. Okay. Uh, I've got a, a front row of Watts, yep. McShane, yep. and Satai. Okay. Uh, in the second row, I've gone for uh, Edwards and Tanganoa. Mm-hmm. And at loose forward uh, from Salford, Elijah Taylor. Not bad. But you think yours is better, don't you? Uh, yeah. Okay, let's hear it then. 
Um, so fullback, I went Nile Evans. Yep. Uh, wingers, Tom Johnston and Ken Seo. Um, centres Peter Matautia and Carlos Tumavave. I knew you'd put Tumavave in. I just like him. That's I know. Um, just, just on that point, I put Swift over Johnson just because I thought that Johnson had, had had lengthy injury spells. Yeah, I just put him in because I wanted to. Okay, that's fine. Um, same halfbacks though. Lola here. Was it? What who was it then? Tui Lola here. That's what I said. Yeah, you was a bit slurred, like you've had a drink. Yeah. Uh, and Mason Lino. Oh. Okay. Um, I also had a front row of Liam Watts, Paul McShane, and uh, Satai. Okay. Uh, my second row was though were Oliver Holmes and Kalepi Tanganoa, and at loose forward Joe Westerman. Okay, not too dissimilar. No. Um, which I suppose goes to show that there's some players, despite where the clubs have finished, that the, some of the players have had uh, really good seasons. I think. Yeah, I think there's um, there's quite a, the, the the front row was quite hard to do. There's um, a few names there: David Fafita, uh, Luke Yates was another Scott Taylor. Considered. Yeah, I think he's had quite a lot of injuries mm-hmm. this year. But you know the 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 names that are there. Yeah, Lee um, Mossop. Yeah, Lee Mossop's another one. Yeah. Um, and and loose forward as well. You could have had Josh Jones, Joe Westerman, uh, Liggy Sow. Yeah. So it was uh, it was quite a difficult one to do. Yeah. So that was mine anyway. Excellent. Um, second question comes from uh, Alison, uh, our regular cast contributor. Who I'm pleased to say will be, uh, we might be hearing her voice next year as well. Yeah, uh, which is great. And she wanted to know, and there's a there's a bit of a, uh, a, a like a, a bit of a, a skewed twist on this one. She wanted to know who we thought was the slowest player in mm-hmm. a race, and the slowest player uh, in Super League or the NRL. Okay, but what she said was was that slow doesn't always mean that they've got no skills. Right. So I've tried to answer mine based on that premise. Uh, okay. Yeah? I just went for... Slow. S- speed. Okay, so who have you got then? Uh, Rob Louie. <laughs> He's on my shortlist, actually. <laughs> it's, just, it's just too far. <laughs> 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 he, he is slow, Twenty-eight year old Rob Louie. Yeah. Um he just he he's packed a few pounds on, I think, hasn't he? Um but for a six, I just think nah he's nah, not yeah. having it. Just so I just put Rob Louie. That's that's fair enough. Dave Taylor would definitely have been in it, wouldn't he, if he'd have been still playing at Catalan. Yeah, but But he's not. So I've gone with David Fafita. The Wakefield player yeah not the one from the gold coast titans i don't know i think he's got something about him me oh he has got something about that's what i'm saying i went with the skilled thing versus like hands and yeah yeah, but perhaps not very fast right and for the backs um i thought it was a bit unkind to like put jordan turner in there but he'd had like some really he'd he'd finished some great tries but he's not the quickest winger in the world is he just i know what you mean and the other one i had on a similar vein was i didn't think was very quick was uh um, Sean Kenny Dowell. 
think you've just upset half of Hull with that. Yeah, but the other half are laughing. Fair enough. 50-50. Even Keel. Exactly. Yeah. For the forwards, I put Sam Cassiano. Yeah. Just for everything, really. (laughs) 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 I'll tell you what, he's had some career in there, hasn't he? Do you know what? I I thought he was going to be one of these that come over and, and wanted an holiday and stuff. And, and he's been more like a, a forwards version of James Maloney. Yeah, he's he's been really good for Catalan. And I think, you know, maybe that's a... Whether that's, that's down to him, obviously it's down to him personally, but I think it just reiterates what we've said about Catalan in the past and how, how the culture's changed. Yeah. It's no longer a holiday camp and, no. and they want to win things, so... But yeah, he's been re- he's really impressed me since he's come over. So, yeah, totally agree. Next question uh, comes from, well, comes from the other side of Hull, comes mm. from the black and white side, and uh, it's from Nicola. And she's obviously still really upset about what's gone on in the last in the the past twelve months. I think, and her question is: Can Hull FC disappoint any more than they did this year? Mm. Oops, sorry. Um, I just put yes. I put yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I put yes. Sorry, Nicola. Um, but but yeah. Um, I don't think they will, but it's possible. They certainly can. Um, I'm not convinced about the um, the ins and outs as yet. There might be more. There might be more to come. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There might be more to come yet. I'm just looking now who they've who they've brought in. Um, Daniel McIntosh from Huddersfield, Luke Gale. Mm. That could be crucial. That could be really good. Yeah. Um, Joe Lovadua from the Rabbitohs and good. Kane Evans from the Warriors. But when you look at who's, I think you have to judge this on on. It's a balance on who's gone out. Yeah. So when you look at who's gone out. Um, uh, Faraimo, Fanua, Sneed, Matongo, Ferreira. That's only a loan. To be That's fair, a loan, but... yeah. But I'm not sure. I, I we posed the question, didn't we? And Nicola answered us actually that she said when we asked about Brett Hodgson's future, mm. and this year will be crucial for him because it'll be more of his team. Yeah. Um, his coaching credentials will be more on the line. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, I don't know, I can see it being a, a, a similar story to a uh, season just gone. Luke Gale is crucial, though. If they can get him firing and fit, I think, um, I'm not saying they're challenging for the grand finals and stuff, but they should definitely make top five, I think. What? Well- what worries me about Hull is how they tailed off. Mm. And sometimes it's not that easy to pick up again. So they had, a, they had a decent start to the season. And then after that, they were all over the place, weren't they? We've yeah. said before, their their season finished when they won the derby. Yeah. And they haven't won another game since. No. And I think when you get into that rut, it's can they stop that rut even even from the, the end of one season to the start of another. That would be my worry for, for Hull FC, that they haven't got enough recruitment in them to stop that slide Yeah, in the second half of the season. Yeah. So 
The short answer is, yes, they can disappoint more than they did this season. The long answer is, will they? Will they, yeah. Um, do you see them as top six for next year? Yes, I think so. I think so, because the, the slide that they had was just disastrous, wasn't it? And I think if they're not in the first, what, half dozen, eight or ten games of the season, mm. then I think they will make a coaching change. I was just going to say, it wouldn't surprise me, though, if Brett Hodgson was the first coach to be gone mm. next season. Mm. So, yeah. And then on a on a similar vein, the next question comes from Phil Rogers. Phil is a big Salford fan. And... He asks, can anyone um, stop Saints? Um, again, yes. I think I think Leeds look quite good. The, the signings they've brought in, uh, you know, where they finished last season is obviously improving them, so you would think they'd be still there or thereabouts, um, you know, prelim finals and whatnot. Uh, Warrington, I mean, we say it every year, but Warrington... Look quite good, I think, and, and Catalan. Um, the news breaking that they they've brought in uh, Mitchell Pierce yeah. um, on a two year deal. If he, if he goes as well as Maloney, then they'll still be up there. So the answer is yes. The you know the, there are teams that can. Um, I think the again the long term question is will they? Okay, a couple of questions to ask you on that then. Mm-hmm. So, let's just say from 2020, when Saints won the grand final, right to 21, yeah. has that has the gap between Saints and the rest, yeah, increased, decreased, or stayed the same? Um, it it's probably um stayed the same. Okay. So, from, from the last two seasons. Right. Because obviously 19, they had that record-breaking season where they just dominated the league. They won the league by uh, the most amount of uh, uh, points difference, didn't they? That's and, why I picked on 2020. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then 2020, they finished second. 2021, they finished second. Um, but managed to win the, the grand final so, uh, on both occasions. So I think coming into 2022, I think... Uh, do you know what? Coming into this new season, it's probably closed a little bit because I, although I think Saints have recruited pretty well and obviously they're still the uh, the top team with the squad that they've got in general, um, I do think there's other teams that have, have made their squad miles better. Well, that was my second part of the question and it was more around Saints themselves. Mm-hmm. If you look at who's gone out, Coote, Bentley, Farge, Smith, Thompson, Nagama... Mm. Is that a better batch than what's come in as Hurrell, Hopoate, Simonon, Lussick and Bell? Um, Lachlan Coote's a big miss. Obviously, huge loss. Um, but Jack Wellsby um, just does not have a ceiling to the limits that he can reach, I don't think. Mm. Um, so I think, he, I, I think he'll do a really good job, but it might take him 12 months to really settle into that fullback role on a weekly basis. Uh, just because of the way Coote, 
he was sort of like a really calming influence, wasn't he? And he was involved with a lot of the um, in-play kicking. And yeah. I think he had a lot of say in attack. So maybe it'll take Jack Wellsby 12 months to really cement, you know, and make that place his own. Yeah. Um, I think Will Hopawati coming in for Kevin Nagama is pretty much on par. Like for like. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think so that, as well. I think yeah. that's pretty much like for like. Um, Bentley is a big miss. In all honesty, though, I don't think he offered that much in attack. Particularly I think he's after a real, he came back after yeah, his I think he's a well. real workhorse and defensively and, and, and the tackles that he makes and everything is outstanding. Mm. So if they can get, you know, um, Kurt Sirenen or James Bentley, uh, James Bentley, um, Joe Batchelor, uh, you know, going. Yeah, he's made a spot his own, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. and again, he's sort of similar to James Bentley, his, his Batchelor. It's sort of more of a workhorse. I do think he has a bit more about him going forward. But Kurt Sirenen could be a real exciting signing. And I think uh, Sione Matautia looked um, better towards the back end of the season as well. So so in the regular season then, where would you expect Saints to finish next year? Um, still top. I'd still put money on them finishing top. I can't oh. see them finishing lower than second. And do you think that they'll win the grand final again? Yeah. So therefore, your view is that no one's going to stop them. No, no, I don't think. No, I don't think so. But they can. I think, but I don't think they will. I think somebody will stop them, for the simple reason that to win three on the trot is incredible. To win four on the trot is verges on the impossible. With the way that their that their squad is, you know, and, and and pretty much the rest of the league being slightly weaker than say like when Leeds won the treble mm. I don't think they'll have a better chance of winning four in a row than yeah. anybody ever will I agree I agree uh, thanks Phil uh, excellent question thank you um, and to Nicola as well for those uh, Holland Saints questions uh, we'll stay with this theme which was from uh, our leads one of our leads voices uh, Jordan um, and Jordan said who's had the best recruitment so far and we're gonna wrap we're gonna wrap that up because we've, we've been talking we've just touched on it now, mm. and uh, we're gonna we're gonna carry on that. Who's had the best recruitment so far? Um, and then also our friends at Six again, Riot Six again, and one of our newer followers, uh, a new account, Cherry and White. Don't need to tell you they support. <laughs> uh, they've asked about which uh, is the is the best new coach appointment. So we'll do with those both together, I think, the recruitment and the new coach. Mm. I think Castleford for both answers. Uh, both questions, so to say. I think Castleford, um, I think Lee Radford could be really exciting for them. I think it's time they had a change. Maybe Powell was going slightly stale at, at, at Castleford. Um, and I think... The the signings that they've brought in as well, if you look at they've they've brought in George Lawler, who's excellent, Jake Mamo, who's been who had a terrific season, uh Farimo and Fanua, um out you know, out on the wings who were on the day two of the best wingers in the league. Joe Westerman He's been very critical of Brett Hodgson as well, by the way. Oh, for for Imo, yes. Yeah. So I read that today actually. That, uh, that Hodgson didn't speak to him while he was out at Radford yeah. is a lot more plain speaking. Yeah, and says if you're not playing well, he'll tell you you're not playing well. Yeah, so um, he could go really well under 
uh, Lee Radford. Yeah. Again, uh, Joe Westerman from Wakefield, Kenny Edwards and Alex Sutcliffe and Callum McLelland from Leeds. There's some really good signings there. Mm. Um, I know they've lost Metautia and Holmes. They're the two big ones, I think, both to Warrington. Um, who have been excellent for Castleford over the last couple of years. And they will miss Shenton as well. And, and Michael Shenton retiring is a big miss. And also Jesse Senelefeo, who they reckons going to Featherstone, apparently. Again, he's you know been a stellar player, hasn't he, over yeah. the last few years for Cass? Yeah. yeah, so I think... But I do think that the players they've brought in um, really sort of match most of them or, or beat them, so... yeah. I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing them go at Cass. I I agree, um, but the other well, I'll let you say you, your answers anyway. Because well, so. I I've put Cass, I've put Cass, and then I've also I've also put Catalan because they've hardly swapped the the, uh, the squad about, mm. but they've made a really good replacement for James Maloney mm. in Mitchell Pierce. So there's not a lot needed doing with their squad, is there? Oh. Um I think the concern for there with Catalans is uh can Mitchell Pierce bring out the best in drink water as Maloney did? And can Sam Tompkins find the same heights again in twenty twenty two? And I think if the answer to both those is yes, then they won't be far away and they'll still do some recruitment to come. Yeah. And your coach, best best new coach appointment. Um I'm gonna. Do you know what? I'm. I had a short list of three, and Radford was on that. Mm-hmm. Um, judging by the way, it's not a brand new appointment, but Willie Poaching. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, um, that's what I, I think. Had a, had a fantastic end to the season, and I think if you count, obviously, he had a new appointment. Mm. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with that just because. Again, they've not really lost anybody, and they've brought. They've brought in Lynham, Liam Hood, Lee Gaskell. So they again they might they might go well again. Uh, better than they did last year. Mm. They could be pushing top six. Yeah. And I think if they do, then I think that'll be a, a major achievement, I think, for Willie Poaching. Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. So excellent. So thank you, thank you guys for those questions. Right, I like this one now. Okay, this one. Um this one is from is it from is it from Brian at six again? I think it is, isn't it? So Brian wants to know where is where is the most unexpected conversation that you've had about rugby league? Well, I've sort of told this story very briefly um, in an early episode, but uh, me and a couple of mates had gone to Blackpool for the weekend. Um, and we were getting on this bus, there was about five of us who were getting on this bus, and one of my mates had um, a St. Ellen's top on, and as we're getting on the bus, we clocked this uh, Bradford fan at the back, anyway, we we go upstairs on the top deck of this bus, and he, next thing I know, he's coming up, and he's following us. Um, the Bradford fan? Yeah, the Bradford fan, um, and he proceeds to tell my friend that um, Chris Joint, Voluntary tackle and have a conversation about that. In the uh, how long ago was this? 
completely. What was it? Two. What was the grand final? Two thousand two. I think wasn't it. Yeah. I think. Um, and this would have. So it would have been about fifteen years later. <laughs> about fifteen years later, it was just on this bus in Blackpool. Um, so we had a big argument about how it wasn't a voluntary tackle, and he was saying it was. So that was a bit unexpected, to be honest. Yeah, it's good you was not bitter, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, you wouldn't want that, would you? No, I, I, I've got two. Okay. One's a little bit self-indulgent, and that's when I was randomly chosen just to uh, just to go before the cameras on the Super League show one week. Right. Um, I think it was with Tanya Arnold, I think, and there I was just innocently wandering past. And, you know, Tanya said, excuse me, you know, do, would you like to have a word for the Super League show? And, and that, was, that was unexpected. What you mean is you were hovering by the camera and Tanya Arnold went, oh, for God's sake, do you want to go on, mate? <laughs> and uh, I come up with the standard answer that I always do for these things. Um, uh, who, me? Yeah. Oh, didn't see you <laughs> Yeah. <there>. They... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... The other one was uh, I had a conversation uh, with a Wigan fan um, because like they seem to get everywhere, don't they? <laughs> right. Like, um, in Philadelphia Airport, right? Uh, when I was on the way to Minneapolis, right? And there was a stopover in Philadelphia, and um, managed to managed to bump into one at the uh, the bag carousel in Philadelphia. Right. After sharing the plane, my ad with. Uh, uh, ex-Blackburn goalkeeper Brad Friedel, who was going home. Right. That's not to do with rugby league, but I just thought it was worth mentioning. Right. Drops a few names there, aren't you? Yeah. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that, and thanks for that, Bri. Um, next one comes from Rob Wood. Uh, and you know Rob, don't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob wants to know um, if the Summer Bash... Uh, as rumoured, is now going to take place at Headingley. Is it worth having at all? <sighs> Seems a weird place to have it, doesn't it? I think if you have summer, it's not Magic Weekend. It's the championship equivalent of Magic Weekend, isn't yeah. it? Right? But it's called Summer Bash. Mm-hmm. Summer Bash, to me, says Seaside. Summer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone goes away for the weekend to a nice summer place, and that's not really Leeds to me. Nobody says I'm going to Leeds for the summer. <laughs> Do they? No. Nobody says I'm going to Leeds, to be honest. <laughs> oh. That's, I mean, if it, it's moved away from the sort of original idea of the sort of expansion type thing, wasn't it? Um, not so much for the championship for the summer bash, but Leeds just seems a straight. Obviously, Leeds is a big city and it's got a great nightlife and everything. But Blackpool is sort of family friendly and stuff as well, isn't it? As well as having the nightlife. Yeah. But there's that image of it, you know, the piers and the arcades and just the summer holiday. Yeah, thing, exactly. Yeah. I think Blackpool is the ideal. I venue do. I wrote down. You know, I still think Blackpool is the the best place to have it. What about a watered down version in Southport? That'd do. <laughs> Southport. That'd do. Just so I just think it has to be somewhere seasidey. I mean, yeah, maybe they'll take it to Cornwall, Scarborough. Yeah, because you could go the other way, and they could go the other way, Yorkshire way. Yeah, 
Maybe they'll take it to Cornwall in future. That'd be good. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe Once that's it builds an, a bit. Maybe that's an idea. Maybe. Maybe you, maybe you've just come up with some sort of like. Maybe I've plan. just saved rugby league. Maybe you have. <laughs> so in short, though, summer bashing Headingley. No, but I still think there is a point in having it because I still think it's a really good day out for the fans. I agree, and I think to me it needs to be somewhere seaside. Yeah, more holiday. I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah, I definitely. Um, Cherry and White are mm. back for the next question. Where will Wigan finish? Um, I've wrote fifth or sixth. I've wrote fifth. I think it depends on one or two teams. I don't think they're going to beat the likes of Catalan, Warrington, St. Ellen's. Very, so very excited about the new signings, aren't they? Yeah. They, 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 or this, one new signing in particular. The Cade Cust one. Mm. And now, is he going to... I have heard things, is he, he's a halfback or he's a hooker. He's a bit of a... I, I don't know... Do you know much about him? I, I know who he is and I've seen him play. I think I saw him play at hooker um, for the Sea Eagles. I think that's on his highlights reel, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So if... So if he's playing hooker, what happens to Sam Powell? If he's playing in the halves, is he good enough to play in the halves? I mean, when you look at their ins and outs, it doesn't look uh, fantastic, does it? No, um, it doesn't. They're putting a lot of faith in Cade Cust. Yeah, and it's it's it might be unfair because he might not be playing his most natural position. It's not really his fault. But they brought in a couple of forwards who I've never heard of, uh, Cade Cust and that Abbas Miski from London. Cade Ellis, sorry. The yeah, forwards, Ka- yeah, yeah, Cade Ellis and that Patrick. Mago, Mago. Mr. Mago, yeah. Yeah. Um, who could go really well. We don't know. Don't know anything about them to say 100% they're rubbish. Like they're not going to do anything. They could be the signings of the season. Um, but then when you're losing the likes of Joe Bullock, uh, Chris Hankinson never really got a shout, did he? Um, but then you're losing... Your two stellar players and Jackson Hastings and Oliver Gildart. They the, reckon they're going to be announcing Ian Thornley. He's going to be the replacement for Oliver Gildart, which, in my opinion, is a massive, massive downgrade. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you know what? I, I think, think it's a bit worrying for, for Wigan. Do you know what? I think the coaching team could be the biggest signing that they've had. Yeah. They might overachieve because of because that coaching of that, team. Be, because of having Sean Wayne back. Yeah. Matty Pete's well thought of but could end up being the fall guy if he doesn't go right yeah and then obviously they've got Lee Breers and Sean O'Loughlin in there as well yeah the, but the coaching be, staff sounds like a dream team they've, they've they seem to have invested more in the coaching staff than yeah. on the playing side yeah so I don't know I, I I I think I'd be a bit worried if I was a Wigan fan but I'm I'm going to say fifth or sixth I think it depends on what the likes of Hull both Hull I, teams do I was going to say if you look Castleford. at who, who might finish above yeah. them yeah. yeah, those that have sort of been in and around that top six this season. You would expect the previous year's top three to perhaps finish above them again. Yeah. And then you've got Cass, Leeds. You've got Leeds who I think will finish above them. Hull. Cass, uh, Hull. Hull KR. Hull KR. Cass. Cass. 
And I'm, I'm going to throw Wakefield in that mix at the minute. Yeah, I think that might be a bit too far for them. But there's there's sort of three or four teams there that they're going to have to beat. To what what's good? I think there's going to be a bit of competition for that top six. I think. Yeah, I think that's really. I think that's really are they, exciting. Are they going for the back game. to top five. Is it top, even better? If I don't know, I, I'm... even better unless you finish sixth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think. You know, even better, and I think there'll be some there'll be some half decent teams there that 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 fail to get in the playoffs, which is only good for the game. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Right. Next question. Again, it's one of the ones that comes from down at Bellevue. Um. Uh, they've made you think about this one again, haven't they? Which player would make the best spaghetti bolognese? <laughs> Yeah, the most <laughs> random question I've ever been asked. I'm not sure what the logic is behind the question, but I love it all the same. Yeah. Um, well, you've got to tell me your logic behind it as well now. I there, I don't think there is any logic to the to the answer to this question. It was just a gut feeling. Okay. Um, well, go on then. Benjamin Garcia. <laughs> He's French. Right, but I can imagine him there, right? I don't think there is any Italian. The first thing I did was look what? for Italian players in Super League. Couldn't find any. Anyway, the, my, my theory is there in the south of France, on his balcony, in his house, sun setting, glass of red wine, makes a mint spag ball, has it. Okay. Well, if you ever looked at Theo Vargi's Twitter, his father owns a restaurant in France. Right. But I'd scrubbed him off there because it's a French restaurant for the, for the, same, re- for the, the same reason there. But I was thinking... It, just because he owns a French restaurant doesn't mean he can cook an Italian dish. I just like the idea of Benjamin Garcia sitting on his balcony as the sun sets, eating his bag ball. I, I do like it. Yeah. I do like it. I've put a bit more thought into it, to be honest. All right, soz. I'm just saying. I think it's somebody that might be single, coming from overseas, got to cook for themselves or perhaps a few teammates. You know, come round, have a little bit of a, have, have a beer, you know, sitting there in the hot tub, Chris Rea comes round and <laughs> ring a guitar. No, it's not that sort of do, Chris. <laughs> but I I looked at someone like Jackson Hastings before he went home. Right. Um, and I'm uh, and I, and I, again, there's no uh, Mahi Fanua because he. I think he might want a carb load because he look he's a big lad, isn't he? Right. So that was my other theory behind it. Don't mean it's good though. Yeah, but if he's done it a lot, he's probably perfected it. Well. Uh, and the similar thing with Corbin Sims, right? They were my they were my answers. Isn't he married with kids. Who Corbin Sims doesn't matter. He's been then he's cooking for all the family. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if he's single or married in the end. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> there's there's no real reason behind any of that question, is there? What you thought about it though? I I had and I realised I thought about it badly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got a, we've got another question from Alison. Okay, okay. And Alison wants to know this is not a dream team. This is a fantasy team. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a difference. There's a fantasy team, and it can only you can only have one player from each Super League team. Yeah, and one Championship player. Okay. So I've I've done that from again season just gone. Yeah. So you can go first on this one. Okay. This one I hated because it was just really hard. I picked two teams in the end. 
Well, I don't think my... And I'm going to go with my second one because it's better. Right. Anyway, but go on. I don't think my tactic of like shortlisting players and trying to scrub them off worked. Cause anyway, I ended up settling on this. All right. So, fullback, Jake Connor. Okay. Uh, wingers of Ken Seo and Jake Bibby. Um, yeah. Centres, Harry Newman and Reese Lynn. Uh, Maloney, James Maloney at standoff. George Williams at scrum half. Front row of Wormsley, McShane and Luke Yates. Mm-hmm. Second row, Kane Lynette and Dom Peyrou yep. from Toulouse. And loose forward, James Bell. Okay. So Good. I was doing really well and then I got to the back row and thought, ah, I, sh- I should have thought about this. Yeah. But that's what I settled on. Okay. Kane Lynette's had a brilliant season. He has. And James Bell played well enough to get to move to Saints, so I thought that can't be too bad. Well, Lynette was in my first effort, and then I thought, actually, my second team is better, I think. So, uh, Bevan French at fullback. Mm -hmm. Uh, My wingers were uh, Lachlan Wormsley from Whitehaven. He's my championship player. Yeah. And Ken Seo. Mm -hmm. Centres of Carlos Tumavavi and Toby King. Yeah. Um, halfback partnership of James Maloney and Jordan Abdul. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a front row of uh, David Fafita, mm-hmm. Paul McShane, and Matt Pryor. Right. And then I've got a second row of Kenny Edwards, and I'd put James Bell in the second row. Yeah. Um, and put Morgan Knowles at loose forward. Right. Okay. Um. My team would batter your team. I don't, think it, I don't think it would. I think they'd win by 20 points. I, I really don't. My other team was Briley, Wormsley, Newman, Gildart, Charnley, Maloney, Caesar, Wormsley, Alex Wormsley, um, McShane, Satai, Polly Pauly, Lynette, Westerman. Yeah, I think that's better. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, I preferred my second team, which I think would absolutely wipe the floor with your team. I don't. Well, let's get it on. Right, fine. <laughs> Get these players on the phone now. <laughs> I don't got any. Did, you, did we have something to say? It's all right. If we can get this match together, they've got a cloning machine somewhere. Yeah. Or they've got to just choose sides. Well, they'll pick mine then. So you better start repicking. Dear Ken Seo. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that was the, that was the uh, fantasy team. Okay. Um, question from uh, Rob Wood. Right, if you could be best mates with a Super League of an NRL player, who would it be and why? Best mates? Yeah. Uh, Cameron Munster. Okay. Just the absolute boy, I love him to bits. And I want a video of him. So if he's looking for a new best mate... <laughs> look no further. Look no further, Look no Cameron. further, Cam. Yeah. You yeah, can... Callum is here. Yep. Just add me on Facebook. Um... Is that, is that it? That's, that's, yeah, your, that's it? just I love him to bits. I think he's ace. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I wouldn't have videoed him, so... Okay. I, I think that makes me better than all his mates anyway. I think you're right. I've got a bit of a shortlist, if that's all right. It says mate, not mates. Oh, right. Well, I've, first of all, I've put not Tyrone May. Okay. <laughs> I think you get in trouble, like, to be honest. Mm. And not Joel Tompkins. And not Arta Morg, because you'd have to spend 
time with his agent and stuff. Right. Which uh, I've done. And not Greg Inglis, because I think he'd be a bit, like, he's not got anything on, has he? So you'd have to, you know, like, he'd be ringing you up about five times a day and, oh, come round, ah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah, come round. Like not again, Greg. I've been I've been there all morning. <laughs> you know that sort. I think it'd be you know a bit clingy. Right. Okay. So they're not not in the equation. Thank thanks for that. Then I've got, uh, and then I've got um, a night out group. It was one. It, it's not this big of a question. Yeah, I know, but I'm I'm getting to it. Right. So I've got a night out of um, just me and the gang mm-hmm. um, of. Um, um, Zach Hardacre, mm-hmm. Josh Dugan, <laughs> Ben Barber, Jake Connor, and even though he's not in Super League anymore, Scott Moore. Excellent. Fair enough. That's my night out gang. Right. So who's your best mate? All right, yeah. I think Sam Cassiano would be good. <laughs> Why? Don't know, he just seems a nice guy. Jake Mamo. Yeah, that'd be good, yeah. Would be good. Um, I'd also put uh, Adam Reynolds on the uh, shortlist. Because... Well, you get to go around to uh, Russell Crowe's house, wouldn't you, and things like that. Right. Well, what if you were mates with, like, Cody Walker? Well, me, well, the other one they ended up with was Ryan Pappenhausen. Yeah. Because I think you've got to be pretty cool to have a you know haircut like that, get away with it and all that. Is there any players you, like, not thought of? Uh, no, but I'm I'm going to go with uh, with uh, Adam Reynolds. Right. Okay. He'd be my best mate. That was a long walk. I know. Worth it, though. Yeah. Um, Adam Reynolds, and I've just realised that I fell out with Adam Reynolds now because we wouldn't now be going round to Russell Crowe's house. <laughs> You'd be going round to Kevin Walter's house. Yeah, which, <laughs> which I've got to admit, doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? <laughs> so I did all that research, all that, all that thinking about it, and I've just realised now as we've come to record the pod that... It wouldn't work. No. So, sorry, uh, sorry, Adam. The uh... Russell Crowe might try and run you over on a uh, a quad bike like he did to Luke Carey. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the deal's off, I'm afraid. Well, so moving I'm... swiftly on, yeah. then <laughs> <laughs> moving swiftly on. I'm still best mateless <laughs> in rugby league. That's squirrel, Dave. You don't, you don't even know what a shape a rugby ball is. It's the best, mate. Well, there you go. Right. Uh, this one now is your best and worst away days. And that's uh, that's from Phil again, from Phil Rogers. Um, best, I put Warrington. I just think the, the, the ground allows for fans to create a good atmosphere. I just think it's a, a genuinely good rugby league ground. Yeah, good stadium. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've gone with that as well actually. Um and for worst I put Wakefield because it's crap and always raining and you get bricks thrown at you. You wouldn't do if the away fans were still in the end behind the pot behind Yeah, the but post. they put a roof on the away end <laughs> and moved the home roof. fans into it and stuck us on side. <laughs> well you still get bricks thrown at you. Yeah. <laughs> um so there's nothing there's actually no gaming. But if they're getting a new ground that might change anyway, so Okay. I've gone for a specific game. Right. Um, and it was Hull KR away in 1986. Okay. Um, i just passed driving test. Yeah. Um, and I was I was 18. Not been driving that long. Anyway, 
drives up to Hull. They have horse and cart still. No, no, they were they were proper cars. <laughs> anyway, Model T. <laughs> so we drove up to Hull. Me and two mates drove up to Hull KR. Right. We get a mile from the ground, and the car starts overheating. Right. So we then have to dump said car and hitch a lift to the rest of the ground, to the rest of the, the game. Mm-hmm. In this time, uh, obviously there's no mobiles in these days, so I've got to a phone box, phoned my mum mm-hmm. and said, we broke down. Yeah. And she said, well, just get, you'll have to get back as far as you can and we'll have to take it from there. Anyway, went to the game. Three hours later, we got about a mile back from the from the car and some pipe had burst or something. That's all it was, a little rubber pipe. Mm. And it overheated again. So I rung my mum again and said, oh, where's... Uh, she goes, right, how far have you got? I said, we're a mile from the ground. She went, you rang me four hours ago. I said, no, I've been to the game. <laughs> and she went, absolutely barmy because we've been to the game and not tried to get back. If you're only a mile away from the ground, you're going to go, aren't you? That was my argument. Fair but enough. Can't she argue with that. So anyway, so my mum had to come all the way from Manchester to pick me up in Hull <laughs> <laughs> and then take me down, take me, take me, take us back and then had to go again to Hull to, um, uh, to then go and collect the car. Right. When it was fixed. Very good. She wasn't happy. No, I bet she weren't. Wasn't happy. So that was the worst away day that I had. That was the worst? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the other one was a similar year in Featherston, and it was absolutely freezing. Mm. And me and my granddad went, um, and then I got lost on the way home, and we ended up going through Sheffield for some reason. Right. I can't explain that to this day. Right. So there you go. So, yeah, but definitely the whole car away one, that was um, uh, that was a... Did you win? I don't think we did. Ooh. I think that was even, I think that was more That's upset why. about it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Revolutionary Rugby League. Give them a follow on Twitter. Uh, and they've asked us, they've asked us, uh, with the World Cup now being played in France in 2025, should uh, the World Cup then go to USA over the next one or two, or has that ship sailed? Um, I suppose it depends what happens domestically in America. Is there any point taking... A World Cup to somewhere that doesn't have a domestic competition, like so, yeah. Qatar. So if they get <laughs> but, <laughs> money talks, yeah. But you know, it's, it's it's a similar sort of thing, and it might be like, oh yeah, I love. They might fall madly in love with it, but then they're like, well, I can't watch it because there's nothing going on here. We've said before, you think they would fall in love with it because it's got everything that American, I think they would. I American really, sports fans I ge- enjoy. I genuinely, I genuinely think they would. Um, I don't think the ship has sailed. I'm not sure I would take it to the next one after France, maybe the one after that. 33. Yeah. I suppose it depends how quickly things get moving. I, also, I think there's a couple of things on it as well. Because are they still doing the NARL? I think it's supposed to start again next year. Yeah, so if that starts to grow, then start getting a few names over there. Gives them seven years to prepare for a World Cup. Yeah, or the the, the 32 one. Mm. I I think it also depends on how keen Australia or New Zealand are to take the World Cup in 2029. 
Yep. I think, uh, but I would have no issue with it going France and then to uh, New Zealand. Yeah. And then to America. Yeah. I wouldn't I have agree. a problem. I don't think the ship sailed. I think you're right. I think I'd like to see them. You, you're quite right in what you say. Building a domestic game mm. and then take the World Cup. And I think that'd be fantastic. Because if they're sort of getting there with the domestic game and then they go, actually, I love this. Yeah. Oh, we do have well, a domestic league. Let's invest into this. Well, if they took it, if they took it to the USA, would you like to go? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It won't be on our own. No, no, so, I think you're right. Excellent. No, it's good. Um, Cherry and White have asked another question, which is, uh, where will Toulouse finish next year, and will they be able to compete? Um. I've put 12th. I don't think... I'm not saying they, they won't be able to compete, if you like, on a weekly basis. I just don't think they're going to get enough wins. I'm not sure about the depth of the squad. It is a big step up. I know they've gone you know, un, unbeaten in the championship. It is a big step up, though. Um, and I just think that a lot of the recruitment for teams this season has been really, really good. Um, If you're talking about Salford being the nearest rivals, but then you look at who Salford have brought in, uh, they've they've brought in that Vuni Yayawa, um, Akaloa from from Warrington, Mark Sneed, Brody Croft from the Broncos, Uh, Ryan Briley, that's a good one. Yep. Shane Wright from the North Queensland Cowboys. You know, they've they've brought in some good names and yes, they've lost Lullahia, Kevin Brown, um, Deck Patton, who never really kicked on anyway, to be honest, Paulie Paulie and Krishninu. But I think the players that they're bringing in are, are just as good. Yeah. If um, you know, or, or better. Um so if they're gonna be the nearest, I would I think I would put money on Salford staying up over to lose. Definitely. They're looking at the recruitment. Yeah. The only other one that's sort of might go the other way, I think, is Wakefield. I don't think they've brought um, massive signings in or anything. They brought Tom Lynham in, uh, Liam Hood, Lee Gaskell. So, hmm. I don't know. Um, I think they'll finish bottom. Yeah, I do. I think they desperately need to get off to a good start mm-hmm. if they're going to do anything um, and not finish bottom. Um. And I think even if they don't finish bottom and they're finishing the bottom two, for example, yeah, then if the rumours are right about the change in structure and divisions of 10, they yeah. still might end up in the next division anyway. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think what I'm baiting that on as well is going back to when Catalans first came in the league um, and they had no salary cap and they were exempt from relegation for a couple of years. Mm. That, that model has ended up working. Yeah, and I think for someone like to lose in the similar to the Dragons, I think it takes time to get it right. Yeah, and I'm not sure that they'll they'll get that time. No, no, that's um, it takes time to build a super league squad. I think doesn't it? Yeah. So um, yeah, for 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 the reason, I think they'll go back down as well. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Brian from six again. Um, where is the Strangest place that you've seen or met 
a player or an ex-player. Um, I saw Adrian Marley and a Matt Donald's on the East Langs Road ones. <laughs> okay, that's yeah, it's a good one. Um, but I was only about ten or eleven, I think, or something. Might have been a bit older, actually. But I just thought that rugby league players shouldn't have been in McDonald's at the time, so it just struck me as being odd. What a player, though. Oh, yeah, what a player. Yeah, so I think that's a good one. Any more? Um, At work, which sounds not... It it doesn't sound that odd, but it was more the player than it was... uh, where it was, and it, that was uh, David Eckersley, uh, ex Lee, yeah. and St Helens, I think, in the seventies, and played at Wembley a couple of times, didn't he? A couple of yeah. Challenge Cup finals. Um, won the won the infamous one where Alex Murphy gets carried off. Yeah, and the other one was Saints, to which he told me he wasn't injured, and he was winking at him as he went off. <laughs> yeah, and the other one where he's part of Saints Dan's Army team that beat Witness, I think, in seventy six. Yeah. Um, but he, I think he played in Australia as well. Uh, but he lives over there now. I think he played for Cronulla. Um, but he lives over there now and was coming over for his holidays and stuff and just like to go around the the golf course. So and paid uh, with a fifty pound note. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was well. No, I was. I was. I was going to say. Did we did we check it was legal ten? <laughs> I didn't really bother because he was like a professional rugby league player. Yeah. He told me that the the post office had no small bills or something. Yeah, that old chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but well, that was odd. That was odd. Um, I was in the Trafford Centre once, right? And there I was, just minding my own business in the Trafford Centre, and I thought that looks like Jamie Lyon over there. So anyway, I followed Jamie Lyon round the Trafford Centre for about twenty minutes before I realised before I sort of you know confirmed it was him pushing his you know his little baby in a, in a pram and everything, um, and then uh, it wasn't just said you know how, how great it was that you know that what he'd done for rugby league in this country and and everything you know and uh, wished him well going back to Manly. Right. Uh, he said to me, "Can you let go of my hand now? It's been forty-five minutes." <laughs> <laughs> no, Jamie. <laughs> Don't go! (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so Jamie Lyon shopping in the Trafford Centre. Very good. I think for me. Yeah. Oh, I've got got a good one. Go on. Actually, that I've just remembered. Yeah, go on. Um, When they had the double header for the Four Nations at Coventry. Do you know, I thought I was going to remind you about this story. Literally just remembered. Literally just remembered. I think the first part of that story is what you were wearing. No, it wasn't me. I had my coat. All right, because it was the it was the coldest I have ever ever been yeah. at a rugby league match. It was me as well, but um, me and a few of my mates decided we were going to go out and stay over and have a night out in Coventry. Um, and they went up first, and I went up with you, didn't I? So yeah, you weren't we, driving on your own. That's right. We watched it, and it was a double head. It wasn't was it? England and Scotland and Australia, Australia and New, New Zealand. Zealand yeah. yeah, and um, because we were going out after. And they'd left the car at the hotel and everything. Thought we were going straight out from the, the ground. My mates were just in t-shirts and jeans. It was, and it was freezing. absolutely freezing. And I, I was all right. I had my coat on, but we went out anyway. We went out and we went to this this place. Can't remember what it was called. 
And my mate goes, is that Lewis Tierney? I was like, oh, yeah. And he, he played for Wigan at the time. My mate was a, a, a Wigan fan. Well, he is a Wigan fan. Um, so he was like, oh, no way. And I was like, is that Lachlan Coote? <laughs> and it was Lachlan Coote. Was like, that Matty Russell. That Matty Russell. And half the Scotland team was in the club with us. And we had this, um, me and me and my mate Lloyd went up to, to Lachlan Coote. And it was, I think it was 2015. So we just won the grand final with, with the, the Cowboys as well. So we were like, can we have a picture? He was like, yeah. But he was like going up to the DJ and telling him it was his birthday and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you play this song? It's my birthday. It wasn't. And, and nobody had a clue who they no, were nobody, in Coventry, nobody, did they? Nobody had a, any idea who they were. So we was like, can we have this picture? He was like, yeah. Yeah, sure, no worries. So we was having this picture. Next thing I know, somebody's jumping all over the back of Lloyd, posing with us for this picture, and it was Matty Russell. And and yeah. We didn't know it was him. And it, turned out to Matt, it turned out for the greatest pitch we've ever had. And you ended up drinking with him, didn't you? In yeah, the, in it was, the yeah, club yeah. in Coventry. Yeah, yeah it was brilliant. great, yeah. I can't Excellent. believe I forgot about that. No, no, that's the best one, I think, as well. Yeah. Excellent. Right, two questions to go, okay? Number one, this is, this is important, this, right? Um... This comes uh, from Stephen Jennings. Okay. And Stephen wants to know, and he wants us to call him out as well, which I think is a bit harsh, really. Yeah, I don't think I'll be doing that. No, I don't think we'll be doing that, Stephen, no. Um, (laughs) He wants to know, in Super League or the NRL, who would you fancy taking on in a 1v1 fight? Okay. Who would you you think you could beat? Right. Do you want to go first? Um, Yeah. Okay. Uh, in the NRL, um, I've gone for Sam Walker or Jaden Preston. <laughs> Mainly because... Jaden Campbell, you mean? Jaden Campbell. Uh, yeah, has got Preston. Preston Cam- that's why I've got it. I've wrote <laughs> Preston down as well. Jaden Campbell or Sam Walker. Mainly because they're like about 18 and about seven stone wet through. Yeah, yeah. So I've gone on that, that basis. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, and then in Super League... Um, Blake Austin doesn't look that hard to me. I wrote Blake Austin down. Did you? Yeah. Doesn't look that I think it's the floppy hair that does it. I think it's the fact that he's like always sort of like, oh, I'm hurt. No, I'm not hurt. And then he played on the wing and was rubbish. And that sort of was like, that's like, ah, your yeah. pants, mate. Blake Wallace. You don't mess with anybody with a mullet. That's true. So he's off the list. And the other, the, the other ones I put down, uh, Danny Richardson never strikes me as very hard. Yeah. But in the end, I've gone for Lee Gaskell. Okay. Because I mean, because I mean, after that dive that he took, yeah, I'm thinking, just a little shove there, and he's gone, hasn't he? Yeah. So, in the end, I've I've gone for Lee Gaskell, and then with those two in the NRL, fair enough. And then I'm sort of like the um, uh, whatever weight champion of the world. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think Blake Austin, I think, is uh, a good one. I reckon I could take it. Yeah. Uh, but I wrote down Gaz O'Brien, Arthur Morg, uh, Morgan Escaray. Lewis Dodd. And then I got a bit cocky and put Josh Jones. So, <laughs> don't know why, I just got cocky. You do know why. You do know why. Come on. You no, do know why. no, no. Because you used to play in the same junior team, didn't you, as Josh Jones? Yeah. And didn't really like him that much, did you? No, we didn't get on. No. So that's why it's you've, you've, that, old, that old rivalry has surfaced there, hasn't it? Yeah. So, okay. What what's what's the problem with Arthur Morg and Morgan Escarae? Is that just because they're French? Uh, I never thought about that. It was just sort of going down the the same route as you. They were about six stone wet through. Fair enough. So, yeah, um, yeah. 
No, good good question though. Thanks, Stephen. Yeah, not calling them out though, because if if it comes to some charity boxing match, well, I'm not. I ain't doing it. Yeah, unless Josh Jones calls me out, in which time it's on. Yeah, let's get it on. <laughs> Cue and the then... Rocky montage. <laughs> <laughs> right, and the uh, I think we've we've saved the most important question till last, haven't we? Mm. Um, and it comes from Sam Cohen. And Sam asks, can I shave my husband's moustache while he's asleep? Um, I've wrote no. Uh, do it while he's awake so he can feel it. <laughs> now, Brian, who is her husband, is um, from Six Again, and he's doing Movember, isn't he? Yeah. So um, if you if you can go on the Six Again page... And you can donate to Brian, as yeah. we have. Yes, we have. Then uh, please do so. Um, so you've put no, make him feel the pain. Yeah, but after November, obviously. Okay, yeah. Uh, I I put definitely, uh, mainly because I think it'll stop him getting arrested. <laughs> um, I think it looks class. I don't think he should be taking his son to school at the moment. <laughs> I don't think he should be going shopping or anywhere public as it is at the minute. I think he, he I think only face masks were mandatory. I, <laughs> he, do you know what he remind you know what he reminds me of at the minute when he puts these pictures on? Go on. Like you know when you get these like murderers and stuff and they have a what and they have a they have a photo fit and they have like, like an a, e fit yeah like a top middle and bottom of it yeah. like, you know what I mean? It looks like it looks like the photo fit from a murderer. In the middle bit. <laughs> oh, dear. Now, he also has invited us on a trip to... Uh, he wants us to go on a trip to Toulouse, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's, not, he's not having that to go to Toulouse. <laughs> there is no there way. So, yeah, so, yeah, so, Bri... Yeah, de- uh, Sam, definitely, definitely do it. Um, Bri... No taking, no taking your son to school, and please don't get arrested. <laughs> I, I love it. I love the tash. I say keep it. Um, but in all seriousness, it's you know it's really good what you're doing, and it's for a good cause. So, like we say, if you can go on his his Movember page six again, you can find it through his Twitter and whatnot, um, and, and we'll put it in our description uh, yeah, on the absolutely. podcast. Um, please. Go and donate. Yes, absolutely. And um, we're only kidding, Brian. Sort um, of. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> but bear in mind the school thing. <laughs> uh, and I think that just about wraps us up, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, um, it does. Some brilliant, brilliant questions. Um, we're going to go for our December pod on a similar type of theme, aren't we? Yes. Which is? Um, a rugby league Christmas list. Yes. So we'll be asking questions... What you want for your rugby league Christmas list, and that could be anything. Yeah. So you could be asking us, what would we give a certain player? Or what would you give a certain player or a team? Or what what does the game need or something? So we'll have a, it'll be a Christmas bonanza. It will. Won't it? So we'll put that on our Twitter and please get involved again. Mm-hmm. And uh, we shall look forward to seeing you all in uh, mid-December, won't we? Yes, we will. So um, I think 
that uh, until December, that is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs>